Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week, we're talking about episode 406, The Rules of Engagement. Terms of Engagement. The Rules of Engagement. Why did I write Terms of Engagement on my notes? I don't know. That was dumb. Why am I so dumb? I don't know. Also, happy Thanksgiving to any Americans listening. Happy Thanksgiving, Americans. And to non-Americans, happy Thursday. Yeah. It's Christmas time for you already, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That is a good question of if you are not in America, but you are in a majorly consumerist culture, do you wait until after American Thanksgiving to put up your Christmas decorations? Well, my friend in Canada seemed to think that the answer was no. Hmm. But I don't know if that's true of any other countries. I know my friend Nibi in Poland, um, who lives in London, she's from Poland and lives in London, sent me a picture of London Christmas decorations hmm. already. So I'm going to go with not. But then again, a lot of places here in the U.S. don't seem to wait until after Thanksgiving anymore anyway. Fair. It's mostly just like my rule that I won't do Christmassy things until <laughs> Thanksgiving is over. All right, so Turkey Day stuff aside, let's talk about the episode description. Yeah, let's talk about the episode description, and then we're going to start from the end of the episode and work our way back for reasons that should become very quickly apparent. Yes. Okay, so the rules of engagement. Nathan, parentheses, guest star Woody Harrelson, pops the question of marriage to Grace, but she recoils simply because the situation didn't fit her childhood fantasy of a proposal. When she realizes her mistake, she intends to return the favor and send out invitations. That is incorrect. Uh, she wants to send out invitations and that she wants to get married. Yes. Spoiler alert, she does not successfully do that because she proposes like a maniac and then Nathan rejects her. Yeah. So basically, the short version is Nathan proposes during sex mm-hmm. and Grace is like, are you fucking kidding me? To which I'm like, yeah, that's fair. And then they spend the whole episode with her going back and forth over whether or not she wants to marry Nathan. She mm-hmm. decides she does want to marry Nathan and plans to propose to him, but then has another crisis where she's like, oh no, I'm a girl. I shouldn't propose to him because patriarchal bullshit reasons. And then when she finally does propose, it's crazy and it sounds like a breakup speech and Nathan understandably breaks up with her. Right. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. This was, like, one of the few episodes where Nathan as a character worked for me, but it also really highlighted why he and Grace were totally wrong for each other. I agree. But let's let's talk about the Grace part of it first, because I think the whole episode is built on this underpinning of, like, Grace wants to be proposed to in a fantasy way. And that doesn't work for both, like, continuity reasons and, like, basic feminism reasons. Right. Like, not that this show is overtly making much of a feminist statement, like, ever, but, like, just no. But, okay. Grace so, has already been engaged. Like, right. They only mention it one time, and, like, Will mentions it offhand, and Grace is like, don't talk about it. Yeah, so, like, that's, okay, so first of all, the problem is that she wants, like, a fantasy engagement, and she already was engaged and left her fiancé at the altar. Clearly, that was also not a fantasy engagement. Right. I mean, like, it sounds like that was kind of a quickie engagement. Like, they were in the process of breaking up and then he proposed. Right. But, so it's just this idea that she's got it built up in her head, but she's already been engaged. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd think having gone through that life experience, she would realize that, like, relationships in which you want to marry someone should not be built on, like, an unattainable fantasy. Right. And the fact that that's what she's seeking out is problematic to me. And Grace doesn't really even learn that lesson in the episode. Like, you, she starts to learn it, and then, like, 
we go away from her for a second and we come back to her and she's totally backpedaled. Right. Like, there's a great moment in the episode where she's, like, talking to everyone. She's like, or talking to Will, I think, maybe just. And she's like, you know what? Like, I would marry him if he had proposed right. I should just propose to him. Right, exactly. Like, because Will asked her, like, okay, if he'd asked you in the right way, would you have said yes? And she's like, she, like, has a hard think about it. And then she's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh. Right. She has this moment of realization that she actually wants to be with this person. Mm -hmm. And then decides to, like, do the grown-up adult thing and be like, I'm the one who freaked out, so I'm the one who should make this right. Right. And that's the other thing is that she freaks out so hard that he feels like he can't bring it up to her. Right. So there's no solution other than her asking him to marry her. Right. But then, again, we like Matthew said, we see her backpedal. She, like, plans this fancy dinner and mm-hmm. puts on a fancy dress and, like, tells everyone she's going to propose to him. And it sounds, like, really lovely and, like, a, a big leap of faith for Grace, who has this idea in her head of what she wants. Mm-hmm. And then Will comes home, having taken Nathan out to, like, distract him. Right. While she's getting ready. While she's getting ready. And so she's, like, freaking out on the couch being like, I can't do this. I can't propose to him. And Will is like, well, deus ex machina, you don't have to. He wants to propose to you the right way. Which is also kind of an assumption on his part. Right. Because we spent the entire episode watching him and Nathan at this gay bar. And in retrospect, Nathan is kind of realizing, like, I want something romantic and easy and simple. Where, like... I don't propose to someone while screwing, you know? Right. Like, I want it to feel... Or, or if I do propose to someone while screwing, like, it's fine. Right, like, like, that we're in a stable enough relationship that, like, we can laugh about that. Right. Or whatever. And then, like, be engaged and, like, be fine with it. Right. But, yeah, so, like, essentially, we have this scene where they're in the gay bar called The Tight End. And someone right orders, a orders a penis colossus, which I was disappointed to discover was actually a pina colada because I would totally order that because it looked delicious. But if it was a pina colada... Those are gross and I hate them. <laughs> but so while they're there, there is this gay couple who gets engaged. And like we see Nathan like kind of get emotional about their engagement. And so like to the naked eye, it sort of looks like he's regretting the way he chose to propose to Grace. Mm-hmm. But as is revealed later in the episode, he's actually clearly going, I want this type of relationship I'm seeing in front of me. And that is not the kind of relationship I'm in. Right. Which is I mean, fine. Like he's allowed to want that. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is that that was so frustrating to me, though, is, like, it seemed that all of Nathan's emotional maturity happened in one big plot dump in one episode. Yes. And if he had been that level of emotionally mature at any other point, I probably wouldn't have been rooting so actively against this relationship. Mm-hmm. But, like, that all being said, like, I just hate him so much and I'm so glad he's gone. Yeah. I mean, I think in this episode we see ways in which Nathan's character works with Will in a way that he never works with Grace. And in other episodes, we've seen him working with Karen and him working with Jack. Yeah. And I think it's it's unfortunate that that's the case because he is an interesting character and he does have positive traits. It's just seeing him with Grace brings up all those negative traits. Exactly. Like, it's... Do you remember... I think it's the Friends episode with Fun Bobby where it's, like, that guy that Monica dates... Who, mm-hmm. like, everybody loves and they all want to Because it turns out he's an alcoholic. And it turns out he's an alcoholic and, like, she ends up breaking up with him. Right, because she doesn't like him when he's not an alcoholic. Which is actually really dark for Friends, which kind of got yes. a lot more saccharine as it went on. But a that's, a different op- that's a different conversation. But anyways, it's sort of like... So we see this guy who's getting along with all of the Friends, but the, the person that they're with 
they have nothing. There's no chemistry. Right. And I think that's the most frustrating thing about this relationship because it's been going on for half a season now mm-hmm. and for a good chunk of last season yep. too. It's and a pretty long-term relationship. It's, it's probably pretty, the longest one we've seen, right? I, yeah, I think so. And so it's just frustrating to see that like Nathan could work in Grace's life if mm-hmm. Grace wasn't there. Yeah. Which is just unfortunate. Like, but like us. Or they could be friends. Like, I think they would be really good friends if mm-hmm. there wasn't, like, the sexual chemistry elements, you know? Right. Like, we were talking a little bit about this off mic, but, like, if he had turned out to be bi or even gay, like, I feel like they could have spun him into, like, a tertiary character mm-hmm. that we saw every once in a while. He's a great, great foil for Will. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of. He's kind of like Will with Jack's character traits mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like, they're very similar. Yeah. I think that's why they rub against each other so much mm-hmm. in the beginning of their dynamic. Yeah. I mean, he was funny in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. we got to see a lot of really, like, hilarious bits, especially in the gay bar, like, where he's offended when that guy sends Will a drink, and he's like, ugh, he doesn't know we're not together. And then he's That's like, funny. And it was funny. And it was like, put your arm around me and refuse the drink. And mm-hmm. then, of course, we see Will being like, we're not together. If anything, it would be kind of funny to see Jack do that more often versus, like, being repulsed by Will's existence. Exactly, yeah. So it's like... Basically, all of the stuff they're writing for Nathan are great things, but his character doesn't work mm-hmm. because he's supposed to be Grace's romantic partner. And literally, I just want them to have stockpiled all of the Nathan jokes and given them, like, dispersed them throughout the cast. Right. So that's t- unfortunate. I almost yeah. said disfortunate. That's not a word. That's not a word. <laughs> One thing that is really amazing about this episode, in my opinion, is it's a fantastic opportunity for Deborah Messing. Oh my God. Yeah. This. We see her go through literally every emotion. Yes. Every human emotion is on display, and also except some puking. Ro- also some robot emotion. Puking is not on display. No, thank God. Yes. But other than that, every human emotion is there to go. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's it's funny, and it's zany, and it's Grace doing the thing where she's so neurotic and freaked out that she will barge into her living room after sex in only a bed sheet yes. to freak out in front of everyone about how her boyfriend just tried to propose in the middle yes. of sex. Yes, And it's just like Deborah Massing just... That's admittedly something you would do. It is, but not if there were people over. If it was me, though. If it was just you, oh yeah, for sure. If and like it, if you had like a, a Jack and a Karen, like, you know what I mean? Like if you had like that level right, of friendship. Right, if I had friends right. instead of friend. <laughs> <laughs> if you had multiple friends and they were all in your apartment, you would definitely storm out and mock this person who just tried yes, to propose well, to you. Yes, that's the thing is I wouldn't be freaking out. I would be throwing them out. Because right. like and anyone who would propose to me during sex doesn't deserve to propose to me. Not even that good of sex because like Yeah, she, she hadn't says, even come yet. She's on her way there. But like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I I loved it, though, because Deborah Messing so far has been portrayed as, like, not very in character with her relationship with Nathan. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's ignored giant red flags. She's committed to a relationship she's not very sure about. And this episode, she really, like, got into the character. She acted very Grace-like. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the progression of her thought. I loved, even knowing that it was a mistake, I loved seeing her think, oh, I should marry this person. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, she just, like, commits to it, and it's, like, like her emotions are just so, like, they're just so there, and they're pure and delicate. Like, the scene where she calls her parents and, like, doesn't want to tell them what's happening, but wants to, like, hint to them that it might happen. So yes, she's, like... I thought that was really good. Where she's, like, don't go out tonight, because <laughs> I might call with big news. Right. And, like, you can just tell that she's so excited, but she's also nervous and unsure. And, mm-hmm. like, that's – we see her waffling, and she has every emotion attached to waffling. Yeah. And then in classic Grace fashion, she totally spins out once Nathan gets there and, like, literally tries to devise a fake dinner party with the characters, Will You Marry Grace? No. 
Yes, because you is Nathan. Yes, like, you is Nathan. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> but, like, like so she just, she's just trying to get him to say the sentence, will you marry me? Right. And then, like, freaks out and starts saying yes. Right. Because she's... That's the thing is she's unfortunately become so wrapped up in this idea that she's not even, like, looking at his face. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, that's actually a very grace way of her to propose. And it's very mm. honest and it's very true for her. And if Nathan was actually a good fit for her, it would be extremely cute and romantic. Yeah. Like, it's the sort of thing that, like, would happen in a cute relationship that is successful. And, like, the guy would finally get it, and he would scream out, would you marry me? And, like, yeah. be really excited, and then, like, hear himself say it. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's the perfect setup for someone to say yes to. And the fact that Nathan doesn't say yes just proves that this relationship doesn't work. Yeah. But it's just, and then it's just so, it's so heartbreaking to see her in her sparkly dress with her borrowed mm-hmm. diamonds, just, like, sitting in the chair, just right. devastated, and Will walks in, like, having tried to congratulate Nathan, who's storming off to the elevator. Yeah. And, like, she's just, like, so sad, and she's just hugging yeah. Will, and it's just very sad, and there's nothing to make it funny. And the other thing is that, like, the episode has so many scenes between Grace and the other characters that it feels like they're building to her saying yes. I mean, yeah. like, we are investing a lot of time in how Grace and Jack's dynamic is adjusting and yeah. how they are helping each other. And Karen giving her some of her pretty jewelry and, like, getting emotional. Yeah. You know, and her and Will having a really good heart-to-heart about why she should say yes. I mean, Grace has these wonderful moments with every character on the show, including Nathan, arguably, mm-hmm. um, all in the service of what seems to be a big-budget proposal. Yeah. Um... Probably about the same time as you're getting, like, a friend's proposal with Monica and Chandler. Mm-hmm. Like, timing-wise, it's pretty close to that. And there are other shows where, like, similar events happen. Um, so it's a good twist. Yeah, it's and it was, like, uh, watching it for, like, this, the second time, because I haven't really rewatched this episode. It, like, it still kind of gets you. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was happening, because, like, even if you were, like, trying to stay spoiler-free, like, you know right. Nathan's contract ends after of this course. episode. Right. So, like, reading the description, it's like, he proposes, but he's no longer in the show? Suspicious. What's happening? Yep. But it's, it's kind of, it's a gut punch to see her get so excited and be so happy and be so, like, ready, finally, to commit yes. to this. Yes, very true. And, like, while we're all sitting in the audience eating our popcorn being like, no, are you an idiot? What the fuck? Right. Like, it is still really sad to mm-hmm. see her quite so devastated. Yeah. Even though Nathan is a garbage human who doesn't even seem to own a pair of socks and was living with her because he was homeless. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where he's going when he's going to the elevator because, again, homeless. Mm, yeah, well, we're just going to sitcom magic that right out of the park. I guess his ex-girlfriend still lives in the building, and now that he's not dating Grace, like, that's probably a possibility. Right, I just mean, and, like, the thing that just kind of did bother me about this episode is that, like, even within the episode, there's so many red flags that are stacking up that Grace is just sweeping under the rug. Like, the fact that she's like, well, who cares if I propose? I was going to have to buy the ring anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so, like, he still doesn't have a job or any kind of financial security, so you're preparing to be the breadwinner in this situation? Are you okay with that? And even in, like, the proposal itself, like, she's describing reasons why yeah. they shouldn't be together. She's like, I don't, I never saw myself ending up with anyone like you. Mm-hmm. I really wanted a fairy tale proposal, and I didn't get it. We're very different people. I don't right. know how we interact, but I love you and I want to marry you. Right. And that's not a great proposal. No. That if your proposal ends in a butt. Mm-hmm. Like, but I want to marry you. Like, do you, though? Like, 
That's right. not how proposals work. And, like, I feel like that's just another piece of, like, patriarchal media bullshit where you see a lot of times someone who proposes by listing off a bunch of negatives and then ends it with, but I love you. And right. we're all supposed to find that charming and attractive. But, like, I think the way that it was done here really does highlight the fact that that is not a foundation to build a relationship mm-hmm. on. And, and they're not little negatives. They're big negatives. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah. So... Congratulations to Woody Harrelson on the completion of a successful guest starring role mm-hmm. on Will and Grace. We I know s- you make it. You do very well for yourself. You're Winston Churchill now? No, that's uh, the other one. Mm-hmm. You're uh, LBJ now. He's LBJ now. Good for you, LBJ. Happy trails, Woody Harrelson. I'd say we'd miss you, but we won't miss Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we've still got a little bit of time left in this episode, I do want to talk about some of the funnier background bits that were happening. Yeah. Um, Jack and Karen were just like the world's most eavesdroppy eavesdroppers this episode. And I thought that was hilarious that it was like a consistent motif. Yeah, I thought that was really well executed. The show is not always good about taking a bit and running it through an episode without it getting stale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, like, the fact that they just kept listening at doors and then, like, Will would show up and, like, spank them and he'd be like, ooh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> but then Will would always get caught, like, also trying to listen at the door once yes. they were gone. yes. So, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that bit was funny. Um, Jack had a couple of good throwaway lines. I did laugh really hard at him buying the Kiss the Cook apron and being oh disappointed my God, the kiss the cook apron. that it was two O's. I can't believe that that was even on television in the early thoughts. Like, that's no, That's really, really pushing it. Like, he even says, like, two O's. Yeah. And there's this woman, like, screeching in the laugh track. Yeah, and it's just, he was just like, why would you want to kiss the cook? Like, <laughs> He's just like so baffled. Yeah. So that that was hilarious. And like just, that's a top tier Jack McFarlane moment. It was it was beautiful. And just Karen in general, like kind of having a feeling at one mm-hmm. point and like being <laughs> just nice a little and, bit. and bringing Grace like pretty jewelry to wear for this proposal. Like mm-hmm. there was just there that were was lot, so sweet. There were a lot of sweet friendship moments and very silly fun moments yeah. for them this episode. Well, Will just being in a gay bar alone, like. Is this like the the what the second or third time we've seen him in a yeah, gay bar? We haven't had too many gay bars on the show yet, so it was nice to see him go to the tight end. Yep. Which, by the way, how did Nathan think that was a sports bar? The God, tight end is a term for no. I know it's a sports term. Yeah. But like, would you go to a sports bar called, called the tight end? The tight end? No, I would not. No. Well, I mean, I would. I'm gay, but I mean. No, as Nathan, I would right. not do if that. Right, if you were a straight, you would not. I would just assume it was a gay sports bar. Like, that was the twist for me, was that it was just a regular gay bar. Let's be real. You know that I know what a tight end is, though, because of uh, Will Grayson, Will Grayson, right? Right, that's true. Yes, because Tiny Cooper has his musical Tiny Dancer or whatever, and uh, <laughs> um, there's a song in it called The Nose Tackle Likes Tight Ends because he's a gay football player. So I, I knew that was a thing. Right. That's also, why are sports so gay? Uh, I don't think we have time to delve into a <laughs> long exploration of homoeroticism, but maybe we can all Google that and come back next week with some talking points. I just think that any <laughs> listeners out there who are bored at Thanksgiving with their family should tweet at us why sports are gay. That's a great idea. I love this idea. <laughs> There'll be sports on for Thanksgiving and everything, so. Yes. So tell us why you think sports are gay. <laughs> So, uh, since for us Americans, it is Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, hi, Liza. <laughs> since for us Americans, it is Thanksgiving, uh, we wind to end the episode with something we're thankful for about Will and Grace that has nothing to do with Nathan. Yay. 
Do you want to go first? No, I introduced the segment. I think but you should go I first. I wasn't ready. Oh. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I am thankful that... Hi, Eliza. I'm thankful for Eliza. She's very <laughs> cute and adorable. But I'm also thankful that now that Nathan's off the show, we get to be introduced to some new guest stars. Because mm-hmm. the first couple episodes of the season have been really nice, but they've been also really focused on Nathan as like the only guest star. Mm-hmm. And I think the show really thrives when it has a more diverse guest star pool. So that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for new opportunities mm-hmm. on Will and Grace. Yeah. I am thankful for continued beautiful friendship stories on Will and Grace because this episode really reminded me that Grace has good friends. She definitely has friends, 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 friendly friends. She has all the friends. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just really grateful that she has such good friendships and that they will be there to support her in this sad time. After her relationship with Nathan ends. Well, and I I can kind of guess based on the fact that they ended it on a cliffhanger and didn't resolve it. Um, they're probably going to carry this plot line through and address it in at least one or two episodes, I assume. Right? Yep. Like, we're not just going to, like, totally flake on this. We're not going to pull a Michael and just, like, yeah, I got broke up with my fiancé, whatever. Like, Nope, there's, there's going to be another episode where we talk about this. Okay, good. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Because Will and Grace is not always the best at following through on that. Following through on emotionally honest plot lines. What? Yeah, I know. That's not their thing. <laughs> but oh well. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening to us, you guys. Yeah. Um, so we will be back uh, next week, per yep. usual, to find out what happens to Grace in the wake of her second failed engagement. Yes. Woo! Does this count as an engagement if she was never actually engaged? Yes. Okay. Because then it's sadder. Great. All right. <laughs> Matthew, do you want to tell people where they can find us on the internet? Absolutely. Uh, so the best place to look for us is on our Twitter page, at Not A Couple Show. If you are there and you're done looking at our content, you can also check us out on Facebook. Um, we are on Medium, where we post our show notes. And you can send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com, or check us out on Tumblr. Yay! All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a happy holiday if you have a holiday. And if you don't, we hope you have a happy (laughs) pre-Christmas. All right. Thanks again for listening. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's episode of Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one kitten cat. Meow. Eliza, you're beautiful. You're showing me your belly right now. This week's episode was brought to you for the first time in forever by Emotionally Honest Plotlines. Talking about our feelings is fun! Yay!